I'm going to call the meeting to order. Clerk will call the roll. Solberg. Solberg here, Stubbs. Stubbs here, Veldrin. Veldrin here, Wegleitner. Wegleitner here, Willett. Willett here, Sweefel. Sweefel here, Baird. Baird here, Bollig. Bollig absent, Chenoweth. Chenoweth here, Clausius. Clausius here, Dave Felice. Dave Felice absent, Downey. Downey here, Die. Die here, Erickson. Erickson here, Farrell. Farrell here, Gillis. Gillis absent, Hendrick. Hendrick here, Jones. Jones absent. Keeper. Here. Keeper here, Kolar. Kolar here, Krause. Krause here, Levin. Levin here, Matano. Matano absent. McCarville. McCarville here, Miles. Miles here, Nelson. Nelson here, O'Loughlin. O'Loughlin here, Pan. Pan absent. Pirtle. Pirtle here, Richmond. Richmond here, Rip. Rip here, Ritt. Ritt here, Rusk. Rusk here, Salop. Here. Sail off here, Shower. Here. Shower here, Schmidt. Here. Schmidt here, Corgan. Here. Corgan here. 31 members are present. We have a quorum. Um, Supervisors Jones, Bollig, Willis, um, sorry, Gillis, um, Richmond, and De Felice had all indicated that um, they would not be with us this evening. Um, the senior will be led in our prayer inspirational message by Supervisor Solberg. Thank you. So, happy St. Patrick's Day to everybody. Being a Norwegian, I don't usually get that excited about St. Patrick's Day, but t today I'm especially excited because I just came back from Ireland. And it was quite a trip, got to see lots of stuff, and got to learn a lot about Irish history. And a couple things I learned is the Irish are very into superstitions, but they're also very into blessings. So for tonight, I'm going to read an Irish blessing. May love and laughter light your days and warm your heart and home. May good and faithful friends be yours wherever you may roam. May peace and plenty bless your world with joy that long endures. May all life's passing season bring the best to you and yours. Join me for the pledge. Very good. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God. Thank you, Supervisor Solberg. Are there any announcements this evening? Supervisor Stubbs. Thank you, Madam Chair. On this evening, I'd like to introduce the resolution. Uh, very saddened by this news, but I'll do my best to introduce this resolution. It's naming the Office of Equity and Inclusion, the Tamara D. Grigsby Office for Equity and Inclusion. I'd just like to read a very small paragraph about uh, Mrs. Grigsby. Tamara D. Grigsby had worked most recently as the appointed director of the new Dane County Office of Equity and Inclusion. Prior to that, Ms. Grisby worked as the Community Outreach Coordinator for County Executive Parisi. She was instrumental in developing a series of county public initiatives in 2015 known as Access to Opportunity. She co-led the Racial of Equity and Social Justice Initiative, facilitating critical dialogues around equity and policy with county staff. She provided a critical voice for the Criminal Justice Council, Racial Disparity Subcommittee, her vision and strength 
will be solely missed. Miss Grisby believed in service. She extolled the virtue of caring for the underdog, company those in need, and public service. Her kindness, sense of humor, strength, graciousness enriched those fortunate enough to know her in her work. To honor Tamara D. Grigsby, impact on our community as well as the state of Wisconsin, and in appreciation of her decades of service to the state in Dane County, the Office of Equity and Inclusion shall be named in honor of our native daughter, the Tamara D. Grigsby Office of Equity and Inclusion shall champion equity and fairness for all. Could you please join me in a moment of silence? Thank you. Thank you, Supervisor Stubbs. Supervisor Krause. Thank you, Madam Chair. Um, sorry to follow that. Um, Tamara was a special friend as well. We're coming once again on construction season in the state. Um, Verona Road runs through my district. I'm been living in an area that's been under construction since 2012 and will be until 2020. Um, every year the Department of Transportation does open houses for people to attend to find out what's happening with it. Um, the, there's one coming up the first of the season on Thursday, March 24th from 5.30 to 7.30 that I would like to invite everyone to that is interested in Verona Road Project. Um, I've got some copies of the schedule out on the table um, behind the dais that people are welcome to pick up. Thank you. Thank you, Supervisor Krause. Are there any further announcements? I'll just mention that Supervisor Downing had mentioned to me that it is a special day for two members of the board. It's their name day. They happen to be sitting next to each other back there. To Supervisor Miles and Supervisor Downing, happy name day. Um, I see no further announcements, so on to approval of payments. Is there a motion on the bills over $10,000 referred to the county board? Moved by Nelson, seconded by Dye. Is there discussion? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and the motion is approved. On claims recommended for denial, is there a motion on claims recommended for denial? Supervisor McCarville moves that the claims D1 be denied, seconded by Supervisor Kolar. Is there discussion? Seeing none, all those in favor of the motion say aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and claim D1 is um, denied. On items E, approval of county board minutes. Um, is there a motion on the minutes? We could do those together if there's no objection of the February 18th and the March 3rd county board meetings. Is there a motion? Moved by Kolar, seconded by Chenoweth. Is there discussion? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and the minutes are approved. On the consent calendar, items F1 to F4, are there any requests for separation? Supervisor Veldrin. Thank you, Manager. I believe it's item, um, it is one. F1? Yes. Okay, we'll separate that. Um, any other requests? 
Seeing none, um, we'll vote first on items F2 through F4. On um, the motion before us is to approve all those. Is there discussion on items F2 to F4? Supervisor Farrell. Please record me as voting no on F4. Okay. On items F2 to F4, all those in uh, Supervisor Willett. I also wish to be recorded no on F4. F4. Okay. On items F2 to F4, is there further discussion? All those in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and F2 to F4 are approved. On item F1, um, authorizing the purchase of 5721 Raymond Road and approval of the lease of the property to Housing Initiatives, Inc. It's resolution 459. Supervisor Veldrin. Thank you, Madam Chair. Um, I saw this item this week as it went directly to personal finance. I didn't have any um, in, or any notice that this was going to be on, and I saw it on the calendar as it was released. Um, first off, this is a great program, and I am not saying anything about that. But this and uh, F2 that just went through on the consent calendar, Brita Avenue, will be the first county properties to be owned through this pro process. I had a great discussion last night and earlier in the week with uh, Dean Loomis from Home, uh, Homeless Initiatives, not, Housing Initiatives, no problem with them and, their, um, and how they'll run it. They, they have another one building in my district right now, and they have a bunch across the state, or excuse me, some others across the city, north side, uh, other spots on the south side. But this is the first property that's the, like I said, these properties are going to be owned by a county, and I just want to make sure that we're reassured as a body that since this is a unique position for us to be in, that we know exactly what's going on. So with that, sorry, Chuck, can you come up from there, please? Okay. I just had I just um, I, I read through the lease and there's one thing that it's probably more. But um, one question I have and I don't expect this to happen, but it's one of those sort of we want to know what's the county's position would be. Now, we have rights to, to take over the property, rights of refusal in, in sales to other to third parties, and that's fine. But what if, and I don't expect this to happen, if housing initiatives were to stop doing what they do? We would automatically be... In uh, well, it, that, that would be... If they if they voluntarily did it, so let's say the organization dissolved, right, for some reason, you know, because it's a it's a potentially a twenty year lease. So and I'm sure we'd have sorry. So if something like that happened, then we would have um, we would retain ownership of the property. Right. Um, we would take possession of the property because the lease would either become voluntarily right. canceled between the two parties, Absolutely. or if for some reason they weren't keeping. Uh, their side of the obligations, you know, there, there would be a default of the lease. Okay. At that point, um, I think we would have a couple of different options. I mean, one, we could just sell the property to, you know, a, a realtor, okay. you know, or a, a, 
you know, an individual or whoever. Right. Um, or we could see if there were other organizations that might, you know, be a successor organization sure. and enter into a similar type of a lease with a, a different organization that provides similar services. Absolutely. I guess my thought and concern is what about the people that are in the building when that happens, well, if we don't find anybody right away. Well, um, housing initiatives will have um, lease agreements between the subtenants, so they're our tenant, right. and then they will enter into leases. And um, beyond that, uh, we, you know, if there were people in the building and who wanted to stay there, um, that could be part of the negotiation as we identify a successor organization to take over the building. If they're okay. in a similar type of work, then there might not be any reason for those people to relocate. If it was, uh, um, depending on what the circumstances and what the level of support that the individuals are occupying the building might need, if the county were selling the building on the market, it might or might not be appropriate for those people to stay beyond the end of whatever tenancy that they right. had with housing initiatives. I understand. Um, okay, thanks. Lynn, can you come up for a second? Lynn, I'm sort of asking the same question just from your side of it. If the county were to take possession, what would our obligation be from a human services standpoint to the people? I know they're probably going to be veterans is what. Um, and I, and the people that are, have been in these places have been great. And I'm not saying that, but like I said, the county's owning these properties. These are the first properties. Well, first of all. I know you don't know much. I apologize. Right. I'm running around myself. Yeah. The department isn't involved in this transaction at all. Right. And so I would, I mean, I would assume from a programmatic standpoint that we wouldn't have any responsibility for this, that it would be housing initiatives based on whatever program revenue they're bringing in. Of course, that said, if for some reason um, there became some adults at risk issues or um, people decompensated and needed EDs, of course, then the county is mandated to pick up those kinds of responsibilities. But otherwise, it would be housing initiatives responsibility. So this is really, from your standpoint, like any other housing initiatives, Lease that the county wouldn't be involved in. That anyway. we're not it. That my department isn't involved. Only in, if right. there's an at risk, and then you're coming. Right. So you're not going to be checking on this any differently, even though we're going to be the owner of this building. No, we we're not involved. Right. At and all. I know this. We're not going to have a contract with housing initiatives for services at that property. Okay. Well, I guess thanks, Lynn. I guess um, only slightly. Thanks, Chuck. Well, somebody else. Um, um, like I said, housing initiative is great, and I have no problems. I, I spoke with Dean Loomis yesterday. Um, so from that point, I'm not concerned. I just want to make sure as a county that we're all aware. And for me, I want to make sure that my constituents know what's happening. I said we have some other, and we have other properties in the, in the district, so that's not an issue either. But we, this is going to be the first one that the county is the, is the owner of. So I just want to make sure as we start to do this more that we all um, have we know we're going on, excuse me, with our eyes open exactly what possibly, you know, could be, you know, our, our, um, our burden or, or, you know, what we're responsible for. Obviously, there's plenty of stuff in the lease or the lease I read through. So from that standpoint, 
I'm okay. Um, Chuck, can you answer from there? I just thought of something. I'll, just I'll real, turn on your. Is this a real quick one, Chuck? Um, I guess they can't both be on at the same time, so right. I'll let you ask the question and then I'll turn oh, it to the okay. microphone. Um, <laughs> um, yes. Sorry, pass on that. I didn't know when. China, okay. somebody says. So with that, I'm not. I was, I was tempted to delay this, but I won't. Oh, I know what it was. Sorry, Chuck. I remember. Sorry. I apologize. Ask it, and then I'll turn yeah. it to Chuck, phone. can we at this point uh, amend the lease in any way? Uh, no. I mean, it's, uh, it's already been executed like any contract that comes before the board. So um, you can't amend the lease right now without having essentially uh, postponing action on the resolution and then um, asking staff to go back and make a change and then uh, housing initiatives would have to agree to that change and then we'll have to come back to the board. Because they've already signed it, right? Correct. Okay. Um, I guess the one thing I was looking at, and like I said, this is the first time, we have a, an annual review that comes before, um, I assume, personnel and finance, and I think it might be better that we shorten that at least for the first year that, so we know how because there's going to be construction going on and that we are just on top of it and we know what's going on and so those are the only real concerns I have at this point um, I, there's a like I said there's a there's a clause for one year and I know housing initiatives agree to this I'm sure they would agree to it but I'm thinking we may have to send this back and ask them for uh, to be done quarterly or at least half, half the year. So I don't know if I, I can make this motion. I don't want to, but I, I feel like I have to. You're, um, you're asking to, to re-refer this? Yeah, I guess so. Back to personnel finance or our next meeting. So supervised, you're moving to yeah. re-refer to personnel and finance. Is there a second to Supervisor Beldrin's motion? Okay, I just want to make sure that everybody does know that this this, this is a property that we're going to be in, in charge of, and, and then, like I said, Housing Insurance does a great job. And I do a great job, and I do intend to vote for it. Thank you. Supervisor Keeper, Supervisor Keeper wishes to second your motion to re-refer Thank to personnel and And it's, the clause says the housing initiatives, housing initiatives will come before us once a year. And I'd like to, I think it's important this first time that we are just sort of on top of things. And because first personnel finance, now I'll leave it open at this moment for either quarterly or twice a year for the first, say, two years. And then after that, it can go back to an annual basis. So that's my, that's the one thing right now that um, um, sort of I think is important for us. Okay, discussion on Supervisor Veldrin's motion to re-refer Resolution 459 to the Personnel and Finance Committee. On that motion, Supervisor Richmond. I'm sorry, Madam Chair, I wanted to speak on the main okay. motion. And I... Sorry, you, you do like not want to ask staff okay. questions. Okay, so when we get back to that, that's I will, possible. Okay, if we get back. On Supervisor Veldrin's motion, Supervisor Rusk. 
Thank you, Madam Chair. I would just like to urge everybody to vote against sending it back. We do not micromanage quarterly projects of this nature. The lease wisely has a one-year review period. That is adequate. This is a very fine organization. Um, I, I, I just don't understand the, the need. Uh, you, you know, our committees don't even meet that often to, to try and do a quarterly. So anyway, thank you. Thank you, Supervisor Rusk. Supervisor Farrell. Yes, thank you, Madam Chair. I'm confused as to what the maker of the motion is actually hoping to accomplish by re-referral. We've been told that we can't really change the contract unless we go back to housing initiatives. And as the previous speaker talked about, there's not really a need for quarter re review at this point. In, instead of re-referral, I would urge perhaps that the maker of the motion come up with a new resolution, perhaps just, at, just coming up with a way to have housing initiatives, send a quarterly report or something along those lines. There's really not an easy way to amend this contract, and by sending it to personnel and finance, he's not going to accomplish that goal. So I would urge my colleagues to vote against re-referral. Thank you, Supervisor Farrell. Supervisor Saylov. Thank you, Madam Chair. Lynn, I have a question for you. Lynn, do you have the authority to request uh, that um, housing initiative come to uh, Health and Human Needs on a uh, semi-annual basis to report? Well, we don't have any contract authority, but I'm sure if I called Dean and asked him to do that, he would do it without, with no problem. Thank you. Thank you, Supervisor Sala. Next, Supervisor Pirtle. So uh, I'll be brief, but I would uh, agree with Supervisor Farrell uh, on this point. From a technical perspective, we can't amend the lease. We would have to renegotiate the lease. I think the concern with that is we are expected to close on this property at the end of the month on March 30th. This would substantially change the timeline to go back and renegotiate something that I think, as uh, Supervisor Saloff has just noted, that um, folks are probably voluntarily willing to do and come advise and consent with the committee. I don't even know that we need a resolution. I think we could just ask them, and they would probably send us a very nice letter um, and agree to do that. So. I am sympathetic to the supervisor's concern. I appreciate his desire to keep his constituents informed, but I don't think we should jeopardize the timeline that we're on for this important project for something that we can simply ask uh, folks to do out of the kindness of their heart. So as the chair of personal finance, I would discourage re-referral and encourage us to move forward. Thank you, Supervisor Pirtle. Supervisor Krause. Thank you, Madam Chair. I was going to say much the same thing. Um, Dean has a number of buildings uh, in the Ally Drive area very near me. I'm very much aware of both of these addresses, and I had no problem with them having buildings in both address at both of those buildings. Um, Dean has always been very open. Anytime you want to talk to him, he's right there. Um, he doesn't. There's nothing that he wants to be um, less than totally forthcoming about. So I, I would expect that he'd, he'd be happy if we wanted regular updates. He'd be happy to provide those. I don't see a problem with that at all. Thank you. Thank you, Supervisor Krause. Supervisor Kiefer. Thank you, Madam Chair. I seconded the motion because I thought it needed discussion. Um, I wasn't aware of these concerns until 
it got raised and I thought we should talk it through rather than just letting the motion die for lack of a second. And uh, I see Mr. Lumos is here. I wonder if he'd be willing to just answer a quick question. You, means you come up to the You'll microphone. You'll need to fill out a form, but oh. after, after you, you can do it after you speak. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. What's the... I'm all right, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, it isn't appropriate. I misspoke. So what's the... He would have to be... We've already passed the point of where we would take um, comments from registrants. We're in our own discussion at this oh, point. Oh, okay. Could I move to suspend the rules to ask him a question? You could move to suspend the rules. Okay, move to suspend. I move to suspend the rules so I may ask Mr. Lumos a question. And that's been seconded by Supervisor Matano. All those in favor of suspending the rules say aye. Aye. Opposed say no. No. The motion fails. Okay. Well, I guess the question I wish I could have asked him would be um, whether or not he'd be willing to provide the updates that um, apparently is a concern. I think so long as he's willing to provide those updates, I think that would solve the problem. Unfortunately, there's no way I can bridge the divide and have him, maybe if he nods his head, <laughs> um, but I think that would solve the problem. Is he nodding his head? <laughs> oh, I do see a head being nodded. Um, so um, I think that that seems to resolve the problem that Supervisor Veldrin had raised, and um, I think we should be able to move on with this. Thank you, Supervisor Kiefer. Supervisor Veldrin, on your motion. Luckily, I got more of a head nod out of uh, Dean Loomis a moment ago. He said, and I, and I just confirmed with uh, controller, um, first I'll withdraw my motion. Okay. So is this okay for the second? The, sec the second um, approval, um, withdrawing the motion. And, um, I agree with withdrawing the motion. Okay. Thank you. Uh, I said I just spoke to Dean, and I said, and just so he's here now, I said I'm in no concern with his organization. We had a great discussion yesterday on that. So, and he just he said he would agree to a, an interim period, for say two years, um, of, ha of coming to the executive or to finance twice a year. And he said that would be fine. And I just I said the controller said they can do this since we're both in agreement and it will move along. And I just found out, as Supervisor Pearl said, um, that this was closing. And when I heard yesterday, it wasn't. So there wasn't a date. So that's fine and dandy. So, but um, okay. since I care about my district, I'm sure he does too. I like to know what's going on. Thank you. Thank you, Supervisor Beldrin. On Resolution 459, is there discussion? Supervisor Richmond. Yay. Thank you, Madam Chair. I just had a couple of questions. I was hoping Mr. Hicklin might be able to follow up on uh, Supervisor Veldman's questions. Um, so the resolution mentions future management and maintenance being in the hands of the tenant. And But I looked in the longer contract, and I'm sorry, I just was apprised of this um, issue by Supervisor Veldman a couple of days ago, so I just wanted to ask. Uh, things like city inspections and things like that, are, is the county uh, responsible for that, or uh, is housing initiatives taking care of all the sorts of maintenance questions that might come up? That's what I want to know. Uh, so the, the way the lease is written, uh, housing initiatives will be responsible for for all routine maintenance. So 
you need brake fix, you know, the faucet doesn't work, or snow plowing, lawn care, and for any other major maintenance. So if the boiler goes out, that's housing initiatives. If the roof needs replaced, that's housing initiatives. So uh, any kind of work like that that requires a city permit um, for, you know, the contractor generally, if you're having a boiler installed and you need a permit for the city inspector for that, then um, the contractor is usually the one that goes and secures that. Any other work, um, uh, you know, if there, there is some extra funds available between this building and the one on Brita that's uh, subject to the other resolution, and there is some work, some windows, I think, like that, that uh, Housing Initiatives is going to do before they bring people back into the building. And to the extent that that requires a permit, they'll be responsible for securing that permit from the city. One more question? Sure. Um, so this is a new situation for me. I don't remember us doing this before. And so um, I just wanted to know, like, long term, if this is working, is there a um, specific mechanism to review this process that the county uh, acquires a property and leases it in order to help provide affordable housing, et cetera? Is there something that we've got in the process for review of this general process in future, or how would this come back to the board to say this has been successful or not successful? That's my general question. Okay. Chuck, can you? All right. Well, there are a couple of examples actually right now. Um, we have uh, a property that we purchased at, toward the end of 2014 on North Packers Avenue, so just outside the city of Madison. And the, uh, we leased that to the Dane County Housing Authority under a lease with very many, uh, much of the same terms as uh, these leases have. Um, and then the uh, property on Ross Street, there's a rooming house, the one that uh, um, Briar Patch is operating. So it's like a 10-bedroom home or type of thing. And um, that building is, and we haven't had any trouble with either one of those. So, I mean, you know, it's not 20 years, but... In the two years that those two projects have been up and running, it's gone, mm, we, we don't hear anything, which is good. Um, and we do have in the lease, there is an annual report that the uh, uh, lessee gives to us in terms of, you know, how many units are occupied by for how long and, you know, that type of thing. So we, it, it, we, can, uh, we will get feedback from the operator uh, on a periodic basis. We do have um, in the lease, I mean, we have the right to um, get on the premises, inspect the premises with, as long as we give notice. So if, if we were to hear something from the supervisor or something like that, if you had a question, you had complaints, or if you had just, you know, we would contact the, in this case, housing initiatives, in the other cases, uh, uh, Briar Patch or uh, uh, the DCHA and say, hey, we want to go look at the property now and see what you're doing. So. Thank you, Chuck. Um, further questions? Supervisor Wegleitner. Thank you, Madam Chair. Um, well, I want to thank um, Chuck Hicklin and all the staff that have worked on this project. Um, it's too bad that Supervisor Baldwin didn't know about this a little earlier. I think there are things, because this is new, that you know we can improve upon in terms of process and protocol and, and guidelines for Affordable Housing Development Fund. But um, it's, I, 
I guess it's hard to overstate how much, uh, how exciting this is to see our affordable housing, um, capital budget allocation go towards ending homelessness in our community, um, something that this board has really grappled with in, in my tenure, and I can't think of a better organization than housing initiatives. They're literally taking folks some of the folks who have the most barriers, who no one else will house, and providing support and very responsive property management, and they just have a, a human rights um, philosophy and underpinning to their to their services and the housing that they provide. So I'm really gl glad that the county is able um, to, to partner with housing initiatives in this project, and I'm really excited about more resolutions like this coming to the board as we continue to to expand upon our commitment to create more affordable housing and, and homelessness. Thank you, Supervisor Wegleitner. Further discussion on Resolution 459. Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and Resolution 459 is approved. Under K Resolutions, Resolution 465, acknowledging receipt of the first Dane County Sustainable Operations Plan and planning next steps for implementation. The motion before us is from the Health and Human Needs Committee, recommending approval. Other committees had the same motion, too. Is there discussion? Supervisor Erickson. Thank you, Madam Chair. <clears throat> Excuse me. I just want to thank everyone who supported this in committee. It did go to literally every committee, and that's kind of the point of all this. But I also want to thank our staff who have put in a lot of time on this, staff across the board in every department, and most specifically um, Lisa McKinnon for this. Um, <clears throat> when you want to try to do something in terms of environmental preservation, you can just say, well, I want to do X thing if I'm the county board supervisor, maybe the chair of the county board or the county executive. The difference here is that this is using an actual sustainability model that is systematic. It cuts across every department, every group, everything throughout the organization. So this is specifically for Dane County operations and how we do business. So it's a model um, that you approach in terms of your decision making. And I won't go too much on this, but um, what this is is the natural step, the four system conditions. Basically, um, the first one is um, not damaging uh, wildlife areas. The second one is not creating um, too much garbage. The third is basically minimizing what you're bringing up in terms of minerals and, and stuff from under the earth, um, i.e. petroleum, and now we have global warming. But the fourth one is um, the one that I really want to mention is um, removing barriers for people to meet their basic human needs, okay? So it's talking about people, it's talking about human beings, and half our budget goes toward human services. And I think that's really relevant right now, given that we are really trying to address um, something that we're famous, unfortunately, for, which is racial disparities. And this applies directly to what we're doing. So just wanted to, again, thank everybody, wanted to point that out, and thank you for your support. Thank you, Supervisor Erickson. Further discussion on Resolution 465. Supervisor Willett. Thank you, Madam Chair. Um, I do appreciate the work that's been on this. In my comments, I don't intend to be talking against sustainability, but I think there's a little more that we need to consider. And I know that what this resolution says is that we're acknowledging receipt of this, not that we're necessarily approving it. A couple of resources that we often maybe take for granted and don't talk about we're supposed to be saving all the resources is two that I would list. The employee, the value of the employee time and the resource of taxpayer dollars. They're both discussed in there a little bit, but the report really talks 
mostly about all the wonderful things and how we get there. But it doesn't do a comparison with how much we save, how many dollars in time we spent, and how much of the resources and time we spent to get there. So I really had some issues with the report on that, not against the idea of sustainability, but I really would wish to look at all of these items as they come up with how much time we're spending, how many dollars we're spending, and looking at each one. And I understand that the report mostly goes that way, but I am going to be wish to be recorded no on it because of those points. Thank you, Supervisor Willett. Further discussion on Resolution 465, Supervisor Baird. Thank you, Madam Chair. Um, I appreciate the comments uh, brought up by Supervisor Willett, and it was a great conversation that we had in PP&J in response to that, which was... Um, I just sort of wanted to, to bring a little bit of that conversation uh, to the full board here for a moment. Uh, that we appreciated that this was a, a recommendation. We aren't adopting anything. We aren't agreeing to spend money. First of all, the thoroughness of this plan and the details of actions that can happen that do not involve spending money is phenomenal. And I think it shows the leadership and dedication to getting this done with, uh, while still understanding the, the constraints that county government is under. So that in itself deserves to be applauded. But we specifically in PP&J, and I, and I know each committee took this up and reviewed their their own issues, but in PPJ we talked a little bit about the proposals that would take financial uh, demand and how, at this moment, this is what the point is: is to have a thorough, detailed description of what the possibilities could be, and that tonight we're not approving that we go forth with all these ideas. We're approving that these ideas were collected and can be a roadmap to guide us if and when we decide that that is an appropriate use of our funding. So I think the way this is done is absolutely excellently to avoid the concerns that Supervisor Willett was expressing. And I hope everyone will join me in voting yes. Thank you. Thank you, Supervisor Baird. Supervisor Matano. Thank you, Madam Chair. Um, a few comments on the cost of sustainable uh, activities. Actually, I, the cost is a savings. Uh, anyone who owns a home knows things like the fact that I purchased a new furnace a few years back. It set me back $4,000. My winter heating bills dropped drastically because I had an ancient um, an ancient furnace prior to that. I had an electric water heater, replaced it with a uh, tankless water heater for, uh, well, it was about $2,000 retail, about 1000 once I got some tax credits and focused on energy monies for it. And so now I've drastically reduced my energy use. So generally speaking, sustainable operations save money. Uh, one of the first things, long before this report came to fruition, one of the things Lisa McKinnon did was uh, examined our department's printing costs and uh, s took simple actions like getting laser printers set to default to um, duplex as opposed to single-sided. If, if single-sided is needed, you can change the setting, but the default is duplex. So she reduced drastically the number of pages we print each year, saving us myriads of dollars. So uh, I see this as a huge cost saving and again applaud Lisa McKinnon's efforts in bringing it to fruition. Thank you, Madam Chair. Thank you, Supervisor Matano. Is there further discussion on Resolution 465? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it and Resolution 465 is approved.
Next on the agenda is Resolution 480, Award of Contract for Coliseum Loading Dock at the Alliant Energy Center. The motion before us is um, Sub 1 is before us. So the Personnel and Finance Committee had recommended that um, prior to per Public Works and Transportation acting on it, and they recommended approval also. Um, on Sub 1 to Resolution 480, is there discussion? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and Resolution 480 is amended by Sub 1 is approved. Um, Resolution 497, appointments to the Office of Equity and Inclusion Advisory Board. Sub 1 is before us. It was approved by the Executive Committee this evening um, unanimously, and it is on your desks. Is there discussion on sub one to resolution 497? Supervisor Wegleitner. Thank you, Madam Chair. Um, well, I think I know most of these folks, and I, I certainly think they're all, all good appointments. I'm not um, rising to object by any means. But I was curious because, um, I, and I hope hopefully this is relevant, but I'm trying to figure out what the relationship between this board is to the Equal Opportunities Commission because I understand the EOC is being absorbed in, or the Office of Equal Opportunities being absorbed by the Office of Equity and Inclusion, I think, and, or maybe I'm wrong, but I thought that was a component of it. Um, so it might, I don't know, it, it would be beneficial to understand in terms of these appointments what, what, that, what the vision, I guess, is, or if there's a or if that will be spelled out in the future. The, these appointments are only part of the whole appointment to the board because these are the ones that the county exec made and the ones that the chair made. But there are other appointments, including the chair of the Equal Opportunities Commission, who will sit on this committee. So there is connectivity between them. Okay, and there will be a separate functions, of course. Yeah, okay, thank you. Further discussion on... Um, resolution uh, sub one to resolution 497. Seeing none, all those in favor of sub one say aye. aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and resolution 497 as amended by sub one is approved. Item M, items requiring a two-thirds majority for passage on these items, um, M1 to M3, is there any request for separation? Seeing none, I'd like to have them recorded as having passed unanimously. Is there any objection to that? Seeing none, they will, items M1, M2, and M3 will be recorded as having passed unanimously. Such other business as the board is authorized to conduct by law? Supervisor Downing. Oh, Madam Chair, as the Patricks were back here conferring, announcements got by us, and I'm, uh, I would ask if I could make an announcement. You may make an announcement. All right, thank you. Um, Corporation Council has uh, instituted an action seeking a declaratory judgment as to whether towns that voluntarily uh, choose to uh, leave county zoning for the partnership um, are entitled to any levy funds upon doing that. And um, while I have some reservation about whether uh, what is very likely a small amount of money being involved calls for uh, bringing uh, the lawyers into it, um, on the other hand, uh, this action will bring some clarity to the whole process so that both the county and the towns will have a clearer picture of just uh, 
what financials would be involved in making a decision. So um, um, while I just saw it this evening as the chair asked me to present it, uh, I have signed on. And, and, uh, and what it does is simply uh, ask for the board to endorse action that the Corporation Council has already taken. So it's floating around here somewhere. Who, whoever has it, will you hold it up? Okay, thank you. If you're so interested, there it is. Thank you, Supervisor Downing. Any other comments under other businesses? The, the board is authorized to conduct by law. Seeing none, is there a motion to adjourn? Supervisor Chenoweth moves. Supervisor Matano seconds. All those in favor say aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and we are adjourned.